0: Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug.
1: Greetings, Earthlings. We're coming to you tonight from the planet Peculiar. We don't know what's going to happen. Welcome to another episode of Ignore the Rant. As
2: always, my name is Doug, and this be Jim. And this is Arona from Arizona. Not for very long, huh? No. No, not at all. But you're still going to have to call me that. It's established. Uh, sure. You're stuck with
0: it. Yeah. yeah. You're branded. You're, you're typecast. I don't care what Ancestry.com or 23 you and your cousin too has to say about it. He will forever be a Rona from Arizona. That is your role.
2: This tonight. Uh, I've been ordained.
0: Yes. This on the night of July 31st. It's the end of the month, fellas. We made it. I don't know what that signifies, but the way that this year has been going, um, August, don't let me down. (laughs) We we haven't burned every square inch of the earth yet. Well, actually, it's the start of hurricane season, Doug. Yes, it is. And currently as we are recording this, there is a storm of brewing. There is a hurricane of brewing. And it's I think right now, currently just north of uh what do we got down there? We got it's Cuba, it, we got Puerto Rico, we got the Dominican. Republic. Yeah, right now Republic.
1: it's it's uh it's just it's uh southeast uh of the Bahamas right now. Oh boy. And uh mm-hmm. she's headed uh eighty miles an hour, eighty mile an hour winds. Just trucking along. Yes. See to me, that is like uh, that's cruise control speed, and uh, yeah, it is cruise control, and it is Isaias. but that's that's right Isaias. exactly
2: where those storms usually pick up steam, though, and okay. the fact that this is being, uh, it, it looks like it's gonna you know skirt the East Coast again in the worst possible way yeah. as far as. <laughs> Half of it hanging out over the water, half of it We on have land. another
1: update. Another storm has just come off the coast of Africa. Ha <laughs> ha like I predicted. Uh thirty five mile an hour winds. It is uh four thousand one hundred thirty eight miles east of us right now. So it's got a long way to go. But it is called Tropical Depression Ten. The number ten? Than number 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. A fucking 10. All right. <laughs> uh, so we got that going on. And uh, and then right after, I'm sure there'll be more to come. More to more come. More to come.
0: Yes. Yeah, the start of hurricane season, it's always uh, an exciting time where we point our focus off our shores. And, and I
1: will record my prediction. 23 storms. Named storms. 23 named storms. Yes. Seven major hurricanes this year one catastrophic hurricane this year what's okay what to me catastrophic is katrina
2: holy shit (laughs) Jesus, my
0: okay all right okay
1: if you were gonna ask me what catastrophic is katrina was Stradomus, i hope that you are so fucking wrong katrina was catastrophic no shit (laughs) yeah thanks a lot man fuck but uh yeah hey man it's 2020 do you have what, a meal to the fucking voodoo doll over there, Doug? No, listen, listen, listen. It's 2020. It would cap off a gloriously fucked up year. It would wash Corona away. Maybe. It'll blow it out to sea. Sure, with lots of coffins and yeah. <laughs> lots of other yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 lots of other stuff. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a really bad year, man. I do. I've got a feeling.
2: It's already been a really bad year. I don't know if we need to pile on weather on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the optimism I I you come to, you come to uh, ignore the rant
1: to, for. It. I hate to be the bearer of this, but yeah, that's just my prediction. I could be wrong. I hope I am. So. Black pill dug over here, everybody. Everything's bad, and tomorrow it'll be worse. So, uh, you know, if we got tropical depression 10, that means we're already at 10 storms. <laughs> so, uh, this is true. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah.
2: I think we're kicking Doug off here in the Eeyore mode. Well, oh dear! You
1: know, I'm into weather, dude. I I still say well, if it, you have never stood on a beach when a hurricane is coming in, you have not lived. Mankind can do nothing compared to Mother Nature. I mean, are it gonna, is.
2: Are you going to go out like Patrick Swayze and Point Break? That, dude, that that is a great way to go out. Is <laughs> it not? Holy yeah, shit! Did you see that, that wave? Much. Oh my god!
0: That so was real, a, real, quick, we got to explain. Doug did live in Florida. He's not just a wild man that goes hurricane chasing. Right, right. I don't recommend it for everybody, but you know, if you've got the stones
1: to live do it, a little, if you've got the stones until to you're do dead it, from it, and, and then, then don't. Just like a tor- tornado, you know, if you're a storm chaser. Yeah, I, I dig them dudes. Some dudes chasing tornadoes down out there. That, that I would love that. I would love to do that. You know? I mean, And um, but yeah, I'm just into weather, man. I think weather's the most awesome fucking thing there is, dude.
0: Well, one of my favorite movies growing up was yeah. Twister. Yeah. That was great oh, yeah. movie. Fucking phenomenal. Now, it doesn't hold up because of CGI. Right. That kind of sucked. You know, it would have been just as good a movie, maybe, if it was, uh, well, no. You needed to see those tornadoes. I immediately so retract what I was going to say. But that movie, I, I still watch it because it comes on a lot during the summertime, right. during tornado season, which we're very much in here in Georgia. And every now and then it comes on, and I can't. It's it's one of those. It's in the category. I think everybody has a category well, of movies. you to watch it, you know. When it comes on, like it's the Shawshank Redemption yes. of Storm movies. Yeah, that's it. You if it's on, it. I'm fucking watching it. Yeah. Cal.
2: <laughs> and I'm, st- I'm still mad about uh you know uh helen helen hunt, helen hunt. yeah yeah she's uh you know she was and still to me at least is a hottie
0: oh yeah she's a looker mm-hmm. very much so but uh anyway
1: story about her but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say there's it. a
0: lot of stories about celebrities coming out now that's pretty telling if uh if you weren't aware of it, there's a lot of allegations coming out about a lot of fucked up things, and it's only going to continue, but one in particular, and sorry guys, I didn't even bring this up pre-show, but uh, Ellen DeGeneres is now under investigation. Yes. Her show is being investigated for uh, employee, yes. employee misconduct. Yes, sexual
1: misconduct
2: well it's uh, i it, don't recall sexual
1: no sexual i re- dude i just
0: read it right before well that's what i'm saying it's you got it's, over here
2: it's rolling it's it's
0: overflowing right. every day there's something new it starts yep. off with mm. and a celebrity saying she was mean to me she wouldn't let me park or my driver wouldn't let my driver park near the building and the, she wouldn't let me use the bathroom to like it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse every the, time you google her the, name
1: the producer mm-hmm. it's the main producer on the show or something like that that came out today that he's got like 38 different complaints of sexual misconduct obviously the guy's gay because he keeps grabbing guys by the cock and (laughs) and and so i mean well gay or not that would still be sexual assault. that's what they're saying they're saying he's (laughs) saying and and he's always and he's always commenting on the bulge in their pants and shit like that in front of other people you know so yeah, that show that shows Damn. got some heat coming down
0: on it. Well, so can that, we that, stop
2: being surprised though when celebrity or no no specifically comedians are fucked up individuals? It's not that surprising.
1: No, I know, but uh, you know this
0: guy's uh, this guy was just a uh, part of the show staff. Oh, now, no, yeah.
2: this part, no, I know what you're talking about, but I was just saying.
0: No, I'm with you, and I want to get back to something in that regard. But what you just said, Doug, was news to me because I was I was just, just going to say I saw the headline come out saying that they were being investigated for uh, you know yeah uh, misconduct in the workplace yeah, that, yeah and I I screen grabbed it and sent it to there's a group chat I'm in with my friends and I sent it to them thinking that everybody knew that Ellen DeGeneres was a raging fucking cunt monster to a bunch of people and was just really, really not a nice person. And when I sent that over, I got two immediate responses that uh, they were they were flabbergasted, like, no, fake news. This is bull. Jim, why are you doing this? You're ruining my life. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I hate to break this to you, but just Google Ellen DeGeneres mean just the reports of her not being a nice person and then just go from there. Well, obviously, this guy's name is Kevin Lehman. He is
1: the executive producer, and someone is claiming that he asked him if he could give him a hand job and a blow job in a bathroom at a company gathering in 2013. At least he asked and then there's, <laughs> oh my God. and then in 2000, and then in 2017, yeah, he did ask. He was a gentleman. Yeah, and and, and but it, and then in 2017, another employee said that she saw the same guy grope a production assistant in a car and kiss him on the neck. And then the the, the guy that you know he's grabbing him by the cock and they all it, it, it goes on and on and on. But uh,
0: men are disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Well, that was quite the. Uh... Quite the intro. <laughs> I don't really know how to go anywhere after that.
1: Well, we can go into uh, some other gross shit.
0: There's a lot of gross shit. Well, you know, yep. Galen had a document dump. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Speaking of uh, gross, sexually disgusting people, I don't remember if we ever said it on an episode, but it was about seven to ten days ago an article came out saying that uh, a New York court had ordered that... A shitload of documents relating to Ghislaine Maxwell and the Jeffrey Epstein case were to be unsealed. Yes. Which in today's terms means a civil
1: suit. A civil suit
0: that a girl brought against Jeffrey Epstein before he died. Correct. But but unsealed in today's terms means it's going to be an internet dump. And I think it was like six hundred and eighty three pages. Insane shit in there too. And a lot of it was just kind of confirmation of shit that you'd been hearing for the last couple of years, if you're in the the realm of hearing about Jeffrey Epstein and all the shit that was going on right. before it made it fully public, everything that you had been hearing as far as the people involved and who was going where and doing things with who and what when all in there, yes, all in there and emails uh,
1: between her and him when she said she had no contact with him after two thousand and seven. Oh, Galane did well, and then they found emails from
0: 2015,
1: 2016, 2017. I can't to each other. I can't say I'm too um,
0: surprised that somebody that grooms children and has mass orgies on a hidden island is yes. uh, wouldn't wouldn't have lying as a line she wouldn't cross with ex-presidents. <laughs> oh yeah, Clinton. Oh boy, yes, Clinton. Yeah, no shit. Uh, look, uh,
1: hey, Clinton. And Dershowitz. Yeah, Clinton, Dershowitz, Gore yeah uh what's what's the uh prince andrew oh man bill gates yeah bill gates there, there there's gonna be some crazy shit come down from this i mean and
2: well and this is just emails yeah i know she's nice. got a treasure trove of thumb drives with footage
1: yeah
0: surely so yeah so i'm this sure is that just whole island had cameras all over a
2: really fucked up iceberg
0: Oh yeah no we know that there is more evidence and more more damning evidence that exists that's out there and I I personally believe that it will be public at some point it might be after a certain number of these people die right you know I hope not just just for the fact that I think the more time that passes the less it's in the public right eye and that's, the
1: and the defending attorney uh, a defense attorney already said that because her trial isn't until 2021. Yeah, and they were saying how that you know time has a way of uh, washing in, away washing the, shit away. Yeah. yeah, but but even then, man, I mean, look, there is so much shit that should come of this in a rapid as manner as possible because expeditiously. Uh, yeah, don't let them die off. Don't let these people die off with fucking pedophile fucking crimes and shit like that hell i don't give a shit who it is if they're fucking kids they need to be in jail
0: yeah and it needs and, to all be out in public and, and they
1: need everybody to face- needs to know they need to be shamed and they need to be fucking everything that could happen to them needs to happen to them
2: no it's to me it's like what bill burr says bury them under the fucking prison yeah yeah this does not need to be normalized or treated
0: uh, in such a uh, judicious manner, right. to where it is so sluggingly slow in the process right. that we be- that this does become right. normalized. Becomes, that this yeah. is what we start to expect. Like going back to what you were saying a, a while ago, Rona. You know about you know comedians. If you're a comedian, like you should probably expect that there's gonna be some fucked up shit happening. There's allegations out against two of the bigger comedian names. Uh, one of which is Chris D'Elia. There's a massive wave of shit that came his way about six weeks ago. And uh, there's some refuting that he's been doing on that. But his buddy who defended him, Brian Callen, just came out, I think, yesterday or maybe today. I don't know. Within this week that now there's allegations of actual rape against him. And there is a level where once you start hearing about this so much... You 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 tune it out. You right. don't even. Yeah, you
1: get desensitized. Yeah, to it. yeah.
0: And I don't. My, my fear of all this because it's such a gargantuan story is that we're going to get desensitized to it, and we're not going to, you know. And that's care the whole.
1: That's their whole. That's the defense tech. plan.
0: Yeah, that's the whole plan for it. So I mean,
1: yeah. Don't uh, I? Don't forget this. I mean, anybody that listens to this podcast, man nobody should be fucking children uh it doesn't matter who it is you <laughs> I, know I'm glad we're you, taking need to, you need you need to that. go to if you if <laughs> you, ignore you, the rent stands yes, against fucking children yeah. if you if you fuck with a kid you need to have your fucking nuts cut off and be put in prison and if you especially if you fuck with more than one kid, then castration see that's, I'm all,
0: that's, uh, that's that's where castration. i'm down from some medieval level yes, of justice that's mm-hmm. it public castration not that chemical shit i'm talking rusty <laughs> yeah. rusty nail let out the, of an old tree let the victim do it
1: oh well, you know let the victims cut off a little piece at a time and let them choose their weapon yeah like oh do you want a, a rusty steak knife
2: the pee hole <laughs> 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 what was that a I said I say a hot poker up the pee hole. Yeah, that would that would
0: be nice too. Either way, there's there's some uncoverings of some very nasty bad shit done allegedly I, I can't believe I have to say that bullshit <laughs> by some super powerful people. Right. And I I'm gonna go on record. You went on the storm, uh Doug Stradamus storm. Prediction. Uh, prediction. I'm going to go on record now, predicting that uh, Jim over here. I do think that we'll see a lot more of this actually coming out. I, I don't think that this. I think it is also too big to be swept under the rug. I think at this point enough has been made public. I don't. I. I don't think this is going to go away. But do you think people will go to prison? I do.
1: Do you and think? I, I, and it, let me, uh, let me put it to you this way. Uh, this is just speculation, but if it's proven that Bill Clinton was fucking a fifteen-year-old girl, yeah, while he was president or right after president, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. She's fifteen years old and he's a fucking adult. All right. If it's proven that he did that more than one time or even one time.
0: Do you think he would do time? I don't think so. No, I think because that's definitely Because he's whatever, the president. My long he was answer, a president. My and long, that's not right. My long answer to your question, do I? Do you think people will go down? Yes. Much in the same way that they were going after Trump and Russiagate, they took a bunch of people that had, you know, it wasn't Trump. They were going after Trump. <clears throat> they got all of his lackeys right. to go do prison time right. for crimes not associated with their target. So do I think that some people will find jail time? Apps fucking lootly so that it shows the number of arrests associated with it. There will be a little bit of give, take, push, pull, which I'm against. I, yeah, I don't okay, like it. Okay. Okay. As but, long as you're against that, as well, long yeah, as I'm not for it, yeah. I'm, I'm making a prediction of what I think will happen regardless right. of right or wrong. Right. Because we know in the real world, right or wrong has very little place in what actually takes place. Right. So that is my officially on the record July 31st, 2020. Let's see. Let's see how it all plays out.
2: Well, my thing is, if they do have, and like I was saying, the thumb drives, if there is video evidence of these individuals uh, being on Orgy Island, it's fucking over to me. I, I think, I mean, that's just solid fucking evidence. There's no way to turn around. There's no way to say that's not what it is. It's just, I mean, you can't at that point say that it's all circumstantial.
0: No, I, hey, I agree. They can have them dead to rights on a lot of this, but I still do believe. I think there's a twist that's coming. I think that there's something there. These the level of power that the people have that are included in this story is so great that I I'm expecting a turnabout face. And, and here's my opinion: I think the only thing that is capable of doing that is a mass distraction. To get this out of the public eye, and what better than aliens? You know, a, a report did come out, oh God, week, about a week within the past, and a half ago. Within yeah. the past 10, 14 days, yeah. that the Pentagon is going to release major UFO files. And it just seems like, hmm, if anybody's been paying attention, if your radar has been up, or if you've just been, I don't know, a regular, normal, informed individual, to me anyway, over the past God it feels like the past month it's just been like this overloading info dump every day every day something there's something just different. mass amounts of stuff that's that at any normal time in my life would be the the story of the year right but they're coming they're every it, day it, they're backlog it's almost like they backlogged it and they go just You know, ka chunk, ka chunk, ka chunk, -chunk, day after day after day after day. And this week is no different. I remember we, you know, we recorded last week's episode later a little later, but still in the middle of the week. Uh eight days ago as the time that we're recording this. And we met, you know, midweek, hell, beginning of this week, and I was like, dude, there is so much shit. I think we might need to record an episode like now. Right. Just over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. That was just over the weekend. But but I was like, ah, I can't because I don't know yet enough about this. I need more time. Well, no no more time was uh, given. Was, <laughs> was given because there was so many more stories coming out. I was like, yeah. all right, fuck it. We just got to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. So this episode, we're going to talk about some things, and it might only be in quasi-surface level just reaction to headlines and an initial five-minute reads on something because it's It seems intentional that the level of shit that is stacked on top of itself right now with what in my opinion is huge implications for things. Like I understand this is an election year. Oh, yeah. But this seems like an exceptionally busy election season, especially in lieu of there not being any active campaigns going on. Right. You know, (laughs) Biden Biden's in his basement. He's not going from You know, a county fair in Iowa to a celebrity dinner in L.A., and he's not out there moving and shaking. Now, he is getting out and giving a speech, and within the first 10 seconds, forgetting where the fuck he is. He's not moving, but he's shaking. He's definitely doing that. But maybe it's also because of his condition that the powers that are literally launching him up the handicap ramp into the White House— are controlling him and and trying to keep him out of the the public eye, because it would show all of what I think most everybody already knows is that he is in severe mental decline. I think it's Alzheimer's already taking root. I well, mean, it's <clears throat> like I said, you know,
1: it's Alzheimer's or cocaine. This is your choice, America. Deal with it.
2: All I know, <laughs> all I know is that or potential pedophilia. As well, since he would be the worst one at hiding it. I'm not going to lie.
0: (laughs) He would be the worst one at hiding it out of anyone that potentially could come up on any of these logs. I mean, just Biden is a creepy old man that uh, I just can't understand how anybody looks at him and goes, presidential. Well, you know, there's look where we're at right
1: now, man, the only voter base that I think that both sides are worried about are older voters. I don't think they give a shit about young voters at all. I think the Democrats do. 100%. I I, I don't. I think because if the Democrats did, then they would be going with somebody like fucking uh, Buttigieg
0: or somebody like that. He's... All about the young vote. You well, know. I think they're paying there's, their dues because Biden has served his time. I think there's a little bit of the old guard well, still involved see, as far as happened. the selecting of it. Yeah, that's what happened with Hillary. That's why they picked Hillary. But it's you know? notorious. I mean, Democ- the Democrat side has the younger voting base. No, and know. the Republicans have uh, all the old no, gray no, hairs. Yes, but
2: they know that they're uh, the Democrats understand they're not going to win without the boomers at this point, especially because they come out in droves. Everyone else does not really vote. There's no demographic that you can look at as far as percentage-wise that comes close to the boomers.
1: That's, that's true. And voting, it's voting, man. It's all about Republicans vote. Democrats notoriously. Democrats blog. They, they do. They don't show up. They don't show up. That's one thing that Republicans do. They vote.
2: And that's what that's another reason why I, I'm with the, everybody going, oh, Biden's climbing the polls. Uh, you know, this is a shoe in blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, great. It's two, 2016 all over again.
1: The only time the Democrats vote is when they have something to show up for. Like Obama. Obama was the first black president. They showed up for him. They showed up for Bernie. I mean, but who was showing up for Bernie were the kids that it was all Bernie had the young vote from hell and Hillary fucked him. Bernie
0: voters don't transition over,
1: but yeah, Bernie voters, but the Bernie, the Bernie camp that he had, it was all young people, man. And the reason why is they all saw him as grandpa. That gives them a quarter. Every time he you go to his house to visit. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean,
2: I was a Bernie dude.
1: That was, well, I'm just saying that's the way most of the people looked at Bernie. Sure. That 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 he First. was giving them something. He was going to give them something, and and so, dude, it, it's such a fucking mess, dude. That, even on, even the Republicans. The Republicans have really. I have really lost. Where I really lost respect for the Republicans was Bush Junior. I mean, that's when he got elected president. I was like, I was shocked. I I I gotta admit. I mean. I thought McCain would fucking take him out, you know, handily. I was wrong, you know. Bush I, had the not, establishment that, push. Y- yeah. And much like Hillary did. Exactly. But, but that's where I kind of started losing it for the, for the Republicans.
2: And honestly, on my end, somebody who generally does go Democrat when they vote, if McCain had been against uh, Gore, I would have gone McCain. Two seconds. Well McCain
1: that, that if you look at somebody McCain, I would put him in the same boat as Hillary Clinton. Um I'd put them two in the same boat. Very they were polarizing. Both, they both saw it as uh their destiny. They were destined to be the president. And know? boy, oh boy, and, they, and they both they love both, war. Yeah. And they both yeah, they both war love war hawkish. Yep. Holy uh, shit. Yes. You you put and,
0: their you put their foreign policy next to each yeah. other, you can't tell them apart. Yeah.
1: They both got blown out of the water, you know. Yeah. Both of them did. The politics in this country, man, it's a it is a fucking beauty contest. That, that's all. That's all it's become now. It it's a popularity contest, and what people still don't understand. And I know I keep saying this over and over, but the president doesn't do shit. So. Uh, Obviously, well, the president—I'm being proved a little wrong
0: because Trump's doing some crazy shit well, the that the Supreme Court's going with. So the, the president doesn't do as much, I think, as people think that they do. Right. However, yeah, it's a—it's a beauty contest and all that stuff. But the one time or the one thing that you do know about the level of importance around the office of president is when you're in an election year. It's just chaos. Like I was saying, you know, over this past week there's just been so much shit coming out. Like this whole week we had congressional hearings every single day basically for hours and hours and hours. And I don't I like to think that I'm fairly you know in touch with what's going on. I think I knew about the tech CEO hearings, but I didn't know about any of this other stuff. You had you had Attorney General Bill Barr get up there I think on Monday or Tuesday for 5 hours. You know, getting screamed at by one side and applauded by the other, and it's if anything from and I've watched I watched the majority of the Bill Barr hearing. I watched snippets of the tech CEO hearing. I can't personally think of anything more boring than listening to tech CEOs. Remember when we were talking about the people who created social media being the most socially awkward people? Yeah, they have no. To listen to a bunch of political elites talk to tech elites i can't i please go ahead dennis drill on my teeth hold the novocaine i mean fucking a it's it's not good fun it watching it was
2: kind of actually hilarious to watch zuckerberg fucking quake uh, did he did he activate his human uh human mode engage No, no, not at all. He was just, he was, uh, I mean, they were asking him very pointed questions and he's like, uh, uh, no, I wouldn't characterize it that way. Uh, uh, um, could I get some water? Uh, uh, it's just, he, he looked like, you know, he had been brought to the principal's office and it's just like he's looking up, going, "I'm getting the paddle."
1: Yeah, every steal that I saw of him from that, he looked like a deer in the yeah, he was headlights. Like, um,
0: no, I think that uh, uh, here at Facebook, we we uphold you know the, the First Amendment. We and and at while that was happening, I was getting strikes against me on Facebook for sharing <laughs> a a two minute video that apparently is a big no no. And I what shared. What video was that? I shared a video, one of the viral things that blew up this week. Also, uh, the doctors. It was the anti-COVID nineteen doctors, is what I'm calling them. <laughs> I can't Google them to find out what the fuck they call themselves because they've been wiped off the internet. The witch doctor. Well, it's a whole group of the them, manual. about twenty. Yeah, no, I know. It's a it's a whole group of like twenty doctors that have come out. They they had a website uh, that got pulled. And they, there were videos that you could find. Now you would have to almost be a, a, a an internet criminal to have that, that footage. And basically what it was was a group of doctors coming out, giving a 45-minute or however long uh, press conference uh, in D.C., basically saying that we disagree with the national narrative about COVID-19, its dangers, and the treatments, and how some treatments have been demonized and basically scared the public into uh, not not being inquisitive towards other treatment options other than the overarching pre-approved federally mandated this is what we will shoot in you (laughs) and you (laughs) must do it if you ever want to leave your house again. So anyway, I'm going off a tangent there, but they were... They were having a press conference, and each doctor kind of had a little bit of a different take, and they were making different arguments. Some were making arguments against the lockdown reaction to COVID and what the the uh, unintended consequences from that would be. Other doctors were coming out and saying, hydroxychloroquine is not uh, is not lethal like the news might be telling you and it's it's it is effective. And it should be, if anything, looked at even more and not kept out of states, uh, out of fear. Well, there was an article today in the New York
1: Times. Um, I can't really, I I can't remember the actual number, but I do remember 37%. They did a poll of doctors, and it was like 6,000-something doctors, and they were from all over the world. Mm -hmm. The doctors were from all over the world. And it was about um, hydroxychloroquine. They were asking them if it was a um, legitimate treatment for COVID. And 37% of the doctors said yes, that they had prescribed it.
2: Yeah. Well, and and see, the efficacy of that that's being reported, I mean – there's a lot of detail that people are not taken out of this. I mean, even though Emmanuel is a fucking crazy woman as far as not necessarily her speech during that whole press conference, but what came to light after the speech um, about uh, some of the crazy things that she says uh, still the efficacy should be something that's being debated right now and it's not it's being literally wiped out people are not able to look at the other side and regardless of your point of view that should scare the shit out of you yeah
0: exactly that's, yeah and i want to i want to get into that in a minute but hold on doug what so 30 what would what you say 30 it was 37 so percent of the doctors um said that they, they have they said that they, they, they have, have prescribed, prescribed
1: it, it and it, and 30 it, i think it was 32 percent if i'm remember, and said that there was no treatment for COVID. 32% of the doctors said there was nothing. Nothing, yeah. They said that, I think it was 71% of the doctors that said they had used hydroxychloroquine were in Spain.
0: Yeah. They said that they were prescribing it as a treatment, as a treatment for it. Well, and here's the thing. And in this week's hearings, uh, they did have Fauci and uh, Robert Redfield, the director of the CDC go through hours of testimony and they asked Dr. Fauci about hydroxychloroquine and it's uh, efficacy and all this. And Fauci came out and said, based on the studies that he's seen, he can't draw that conclusion because the only studies he look at are double blind placebo tests, blah, 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 this and that. Now, if you look further into that, and Arona, I want to throw it back to you here in just a quick second. If you look into that, you actually almost have to be an internet criminal to go seek out information that flies in the face of that. Because I understand Fauci's threshold for a worthy test before he's able to come out nationally and say something in 100% uh, either for or against something. I get that. However, just because he hasn't seen the studies that he thinks are viable to give a take on there are studies out there there is data out there and there have been test run and one thing that i heard this week and i know arona you heard the same thing because we listened to the same show is in a lot of these studies even this double blind placebo study they're only looking at hydroxychloroquine what a lot of these doctors were saying and this dr emmanuel the the famous the viral one that came out the black lady uh, who was saying that there was a cure for COVID and it was hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and a pack? The studies that Fauci's addressing doesn't have that combination. And from what I've heard, the studies that Fauci's looking at, the the dosage of hydroxychloroquine and only being given hydroxychloroquine, which isn't going to work based on what a lot of other people are saying, is given at a much higher load a much higher dosage than you would ever give anybody to try to treat uh, a disease. So I think that there's still a conversation that needs to be had. And the fact that these doctors, yes, they can be looked at crazily and you can dig into anybody's personal life and find some pretty bizarre shit if you look hard enough. But I think that ripping them off of the face of the internet and, and silencing them and then going after people like me that just might happen to share it even, regardless of someone was asking a question on facebook about hey i've heard a lot about this doctor video where can i find it and i just sent it directly to him and facebook said no you were sharing information that could cause bodily harm now the fact that that is where we're at that a dissenting report from medical professionals is being so actively charged Censored. against that censorship that to me is mm-hmm. out fucking rageous and I'll shut up now uh, but Arona if you if you want to add anything on that the floor is yours
2: no I would totally agree with that I mean it's uh, it's extremely scary that this is the level that we've stooped to and I- I'm going to go ahead and call out the left on a lot of this where it's just you know they are actively pushing for censorship and this is the party that was supposed to be anti-censorship this entire fucking time. And I, I, hey, I'll raise my hand. I'm generally on that side a lot of times, especially when it comes down to social issues. But you do not silence opposition. You just don't fucking do it because the the greatest thing about the uh, about our country was supposed to be that you know we shouldn't have fear of having difference of opinion we at one point and i've said this before were able to debate these things right but everything is so damned personal at this point in time that even something as simple as a study becomes politicized now um and something that dr O'Manuel and i think a few of the other doctors brought up is this yale professor i i I'm get, probably going to say his name wrong, but it, I think it's Reisch, uh, Dr. Reisch from Yale. And in his paper, he was very specific where it's like all these doctors are talking about its efficacy as far as hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and then uh, the z They're the, the first of all, yes, they aren't looking at that combination. Also, he is characterizing it as this is not for the people uh, that already have ventilators on. We're talking people that are on the ramp up, have not become super ill. And then as soon as you become super ill, then it's no longer an option. And Arona,
0: Arona, real quick, which before you're super ill, Rational thinking would link me to think that that would mean the majority of uh, infected cases right. would be in that field. Right. If there's ever a time to talk about what potentially could work, that and that being the most effective window that probably has the most number of people, Jesus fucking Christ, like... That should be the only thing that's being looked at. Use your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you if you're only listening to people that are in the, the the ICUs and you're seeing the worst case scenario, I totally get why you'd come out and say this shit is going to this is the most dangerous, deadly thing I've ever seen. Yes, because you're seeing the worst effect of it. But the majority of people will never experience that. The vast majority either will be asymptomatic or have mild symptoms that could progress into something worse. But before they get there. If there's a potential way out, this should not be silenced. Right. This, no. This and should it, not be fucking like <clears throat> stricken from the internet. And the drug is for malaria, so
1: it's, I mean, it's
0: six, seven decades old. Right, it's not right. like this no, is
1: no. But I'm just saying, it's already for a infectious mm-hmm. disease. You know, it's for malaria. It's already a you know proven malaria treatment. So. Yeah, well, uh, I dude i think i just think it's I, think it's I think i think at this point aspirin it's all about the markets and money i think that's what it is at this point i think it's about
0: control it's a, i think it's about controlling a narrative and getting people i i'm telling you and yep tinfoil hat time we need a sounder for that by the way but this to me it's it's about getting people to accept one narrative one mind one thought and put you have people as block captains now out there in public chasing and assaulting people for not going along with what they believe and what they think because yeah, know, it it's goes, crazy. because it goes against the narrative. Now I don't want to stay on this topic forever because you know fuck, I think we've already said too much. They might be coming after us next, you know, the way it's going. but this this line of thinking where you have to believe, the official word coming from the, the, you know, the decision maker, the top, is so anti-American. It makes me fucking sick. It is. But what it does is it gets mm-hmm. people so charged up, and it immediately puts them on two different camps: the skeptical, and the just follow the orders, dummy. Yeah, right. And 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 you immediately see it morph into I need to take my outrage to the streets. We've already seen that for the past couple months. It started with a protest against police brutality, and then now it's morphed into everything under the sun. Everything from Black Lives Matter, let's fight racism. We gotta, to we gotta fight capitalism. You know, we've got to fight against oppressive. Fascism. You know, everything, all this shit. The federal government is now a symbol of Donald Trump. We need to go burn that building down. You know, to it's it's gone fucking off the rails. And so, and that's why I said it being now two months after George floyd's death, these protests are no longer about that they can They can yell it to high heavens, but they're not about that anymore. no, it's all political now it, but it's, it's all now, it's but all. it's two dividing sides oh, yeah. and you still have protest now you uh, you know there was a headline that came out sixty six people have been hit by cars since this protesting because they're in season the middle has of the fucking street that they're not supposed to be in and so you're you're seeing this ramp up and ramp up and more people are getting hurt and killed by this and it and it starts at a difference in opinion and a difference in think i think this and i'm gonna take to the streets so that the people that don't think like this know what the fuck is up and we had an incident last saturday in austin texas Where there was a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest, where it ended with the death of a protester. Now, the details on that were, it was a guy named Garrett Foster. I think he was 28. I might have his age off, so disregard. Either way, he was a young man. He was like 10 years younger than me. He was protesting in Texas, a state where it's a legal open carry state, just like here in Georgia. And he was protesting with his AK-47. The end of the story is they are walking through the middle of an intersection, not on the sidewalk. No, in the middle of the street. Not on a crosswalk. Right. Through the middle of a fucking intersection of a non-closed road. Right. It is open to traffic. Right. It's at night. A car sees this group because... The, the, the group is cutting across one road and they're at an intersection. So there's a car that's coming up to that intersection that is trying to pull onto the road where the protesters are. As he gets closer to the intersection, he sees a group of people that's getting larger and larger as they're, as they're coming around the corner. Right. As one may be apt to do in today's a, day and age when you've seen so many videos of roads getting blocked, people in their cars getting shot. Even if they're not involved in the protest and not even trying to run anybody over. So it is a natural reaction, in my opinion, that when you see that you're going to try to get out of that area as quickly as possible. And the quickest way possible for a car typically is to go straight, to go through, not to stop and try to do an Austin powers. u turn right in the middle of the intersection. So this guy, which they just released his name today, uh Daniel Perry actually sergeant Daniel Perry active army sergeant comes across this sin- situation hangs a right on a red which technically is illegal in Texas if there's people in the crosswalk but it's also illegal to be in the middle of a fucking road right yeah so you automatically have two groups of people doing something illegal so that's a moot point he he hangs a right to try to go through the crowd as soon as he hangs right onto a darker side of the street, realizes, can't go. There's more people. So he lays on his horn. He's trying to get through that. He's not trying to k- take people out. He's not trying to ram them with this car. He just wants to go somewhere. He just wants to get the fuck away from right. where they are. Yes. He honks his horn. This is all on video from multiple angles. Right. As soon as he hits his horn, people from that group, all the way through the other side of the intersection, the people that have already cleared, turn around, run back, rush his car now him being a sergeant and also living in texas what do you think the odds were that he had a gun in his car
1: i'd say uh there's a one in one chance
0: yes and you would be right yes so he is now stopped he can go no further without causing bodily harm to the protesters he doesn't want to do that i'm also implying his thought here because it just makes sense if he wanted to he wouldn't have stopped so he stops Immediately, Garrett Foster, remember the guy I mentioned a minute ago with the AK-47, is running up towards his driver's door. Now, this is a a little sedan car. This right. isn't a tall truck, you yeah. know, with truck nuts on it. He's sitting already at a lower position than a standing male, especially a standing male with an AK-47. Garrett's running up with his both hands on the weapon, Controlling it, see it clearly. See it controlling it. It is in the low ready position, and I understand there's you know there's multiple different angles, and people are right now just complaining over. Well, it looked like he was pointing at the ground. I don't know. He was at the low ready. He wasn't at the high ready. Well, long story short, it was a man with an AK-47 running towards another individual's car with his hands on the weapon. Well, the driver picked up his gun that he legally had in his car, and he shot five times at Garrett didn't shoot at anybody else he shot at the man who had a gun who was running at his car and he hit garrett 3 times garrett did die of those uh injuries and then the crowd scattered and he drove off now as he was driving away there was another individual in the protesting group that pulled his legally owned and secured pistol from an ankle uh holster which you know hey do it it's Yay. your freedom it's You're your taxes and return fire 3 shots I don't think he hit anything, uh, you know, but that's, that's what happened. The right. driver went got, uh, down the road, got away from the crowd, stopped, called the cops, notified them. He was the person who shot, knowing that the cops are going to want to come talk to him. Uh, because in the video, real quick, it was a two and a half hour live stream that captured a lot of this. And the videos that's going around, if you heard anything about an Austin shooting, the video that you likely saw was from the live stream. Now, that live stream was much longer than the two and a half minutes that most people have seen. It was a two and a half hour live stream. They started at the police department. They marched their way through the city. They stopped a couple times. They yelled at some people. They stopped in front of a hotel and chastised uh, people that were out on the patio enjoying a nice evening and basically ran them inside. They were terrorizing people. This was not a peaceful event. They were. It got less peaceful as the night went on to the point where they were just taking over the roads. So it's, it's a good example. If you really want to know what the hell was going on, watch the two and a half hour
2: live stream. It's still up. You can find it. I found it. It's not hard. Use the internet. I think you've made a, a, a very valid point before we started recording Jim. And that's the position that both individuals that were within this situation, both made stupid moves. It's not independent to one side or the other. It's just both of them with their past with guns should have known better.
0: Well, the, the, the one guy should have known better. Well, uh, here's, here's my take. Here's the reason why I'm so impassionate about this is because the, the victim in this situation, Garrett, uh, is a, is an active libertarian. Uh, he's a progressive social justice warrior, self-described. It's all there. And he's tearing the libertarian party apart. Yeah. And I'm, I am I describe myself as a libertarian. I know. I don't know if I've come out and said that. Maybe my takes kind of give it away. Maybe they don't. Maybe I'm a bad libertarian. I don't know. Don't care. Anyway, so the groups that I'm in and the people that I uh, pay attention to as far as making sense a lot of times out of things like this are divided, totally split. He was a fucking hero or he got what he fucking deserved. Right. And I think both of those takes are fucking stupid because when you have a gun you are expected to hold yourself at a higher standard than people that don't that is your responsibility that is your obligation to the public that is your obligation to other mankind to not take that shit lightly same way as the man with a kid and the man without the kid
1: yes so if you're if it's it's responsibility man that's what it is it's yeah, uh, you know, like the video we saw of the guy that I told you every cop should be like that guy—the guy that actually, you know, disarmed the guys in yes. in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean yep. that was that was that was great that was stuff. Incredible. That was incredible. That was that was awesome. But uh, but you know this, it, this is just a a terrible thing that happened. It shouldn't have happened. The guy with the AK, uh, just made some really stupid choices yeah that's all and he was, was free to mm-hmm. do everything yeah, he yeah, did. yeah I mean he you're, you're free to do what you're free to carry your gun there were laws to, there
0: were laws broken by both parties right like right. here's the thing yeah. no one was in the more right than the other right if it would have gone the other way and Garrett would have killed the driver there would be just an equal as an argument to be made for him right. doing what he did exactly and this is why if you're going to be armed you have to Prevent yourself from being in, in stupid that situation. situations. Yeah. And I'm going to immediately get back to, yet again, the reason why I'm so impassionate about talking about this story is it highlights exactly what can happen, even when both people have an equal right to make the claim that they were acting in self-defense. Right? Here's how you avoid that. Stay the fuck out of the roads. I don't know how many more times we have to see horrible shit Happen as a result of these protests that are taking it to the fucking streets in the
1: street in a in a city street that has not been closed down by the city. No, that people are free to drive. The word drive, you know what that means? That's, that means a car or a truck or a, a fucking semi. Yeah, you know, th- these people have the right to drive down the street. If you're in the middle of the fucking street blocking these people. You you are, by law, supposed to get the fuck out of the way.
0: They make sidewalks for that, a fucking yeah, reason.
1: That's the reason if, there's a sidewalk If there. Garrett
0: would have been on the sidewalk, and 100% chance this doesn't fucking yeah, happen. Would I don't happened. give a shit if that driver broke the law and, by freaking out when he saw the crowd. And not only
1: that, it's so disrespectful. The, the people that are driving out there, they might be on your side. They might be on your side of your cause. Well, and, and all you're doing is pissing
0: them off because you won't get out of the fucking street. Well, and real quick, another reason, again, this story has everything in it for me, uh, as far as why I'm so uh, ramped up about it, but the Libertarian Party and the Libertarian presidential nominee and vice presidential nominee, Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen, immediately the next morning came out with, uh, you know, Twitter posts and press releases about how much of a hero he was and how we bow our heads to, and I was like, you don't. You only are doing this because you know the the victim is a libertarian. You don't know that the driver wasn't a libertarian. Right, right. You're acting. You're coming out, and this is the problem. Fuck what party I'm talking about right now. I'm talking more about a person, an, an individual. This is the problem with anyone feeling like they have to take a side, or have a take, yeah, or 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 get so emotionally involved in something that you don't know. The full scope of what the
2: fuck it is. Right. And I, I I Well, everything now is reactionary. It's it's never nobody focuses on anything longer than a minute long. We're in the TikTok age. And so everything has gotta be boiled down to the smallest little detail so that so that people will fucking take it in. Because if it's too long, you've lost people's attention already. And that's the bullshit. Of what we're in right now, you had played something for me, uh, you know, when I was back there, Jim. Um, you know, Jamie Kilstein and talking about, you know, his uh, how reactionary he was, just based on headlines, automatically supporting a side, just based on the fact that it piqued his interest, only from the headline, did not care about the the detail, and. Uh, this is what's wrong. Everybody wants to take a stand, but they take a stand on the smallest little details. yeah, they're 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 having a take. They're not reading to the sixth paragraph. They're choosing a
0: side. And if you don't choose my side, if you're not with me, you're, you're against, against me. me. yep. So immediately yep. you're taking one party. and i'm and i'm I'm gonna go back to the party side on this just because I think it's it really encapsulates what I'm saying. Because when you when you have a party, especially like the Libertarian Party, you know, they're a little nutty, I'll grant you that, but they have the most nuclear common core belief, and that is don't hit people and don't take their stuff. Now, once you get outside of that, it can get a little wonky, but that is the one thing that any other Libertarian looks at another one and says, you know, you're my people. We, we don't think like all these other people and you have those people now immediately divided because of this the, this monkey brain that we have that says must react must take side boom oh no enemy and and it's it's it i don't know i don't know if there's a cure to that all i all i can just ask of anybody is when you want to immediately jump on any side whether you want to be pro BLM anti BLM pro Trump, anti Biden, vice versa, Antifa, alt-right, I don't give a fuck. But know what the fuck you believe in and 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 know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah,
2: do your research. That's do the- mm-hmm. Do the research of what the other guy right. might be arguing. Yep. And now, don't, I w- don't I will make an argument though, Jim, that uh, I mean is definitely against your <laughs> Uh, Some of the things that you're saying, and to me, part of protesting is civil disobedience. The fact that you are disrupting. I'm not saying that things should turn violent. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, people should not still have the right to go along with their daily lives, but... Certainly, when you think that shit's burning all the way around you, civil disobedience is a, is a way to shake some shit up. Now, this is such a, a side of it that does not usually, I mean, it happens more than we'd like to admit. But at the same time, this happens with most protests, Even uh, peaceful protests. We want to at least disrupt enough to where people have to pay attention. So I'm supportive of the uh, manner in which sometimes they're doing things. However, I also think that they are taking it to an extreme that is not warranted.
0: I'm with you. And I got a couple things. Uh, Real quick, I'm not saying, I'm not anti protest. Now, personally, I will say, just me, Jim, as a person, I do think protesting's gay. I mean, I do think that protesters uh, are pretty fucking annoying, but it's their right, and I'm not, I'm not ever going to fight to take that away. Go do that. However, what I'm saying is, I think that if you actually stop and you do investigate the thing that you're so pissed off about, and you actually look at it at more than just why your side is just upset, you'll likely probably realize that protesting that and uh, thing. It's probably not, you're not going to be as heated. Right. So if you do protest, you will be more peaceful about it. And another thing about the peaceful protesting thing, that two and a half hour stream that I saw, there was only three seconds that wasn't peaceful, but it was the most important one. It was the the time when someone was losing their life. Right. You know, OJ Simpson, the day that he allegedly killed those two people was peaceful 99% of the time that day. He was a mostly peaceful person that day. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer over the length of period of his life was mostly peaceful. This whole mostly peaceful shit is bullshit to me. Yeah. If, if the end result is people are getting injured or dying, I fuck your cause. Fuck it. And the, for the people that are pro the protests, stop protesting if this is what is resulting from it. It's hurting well, your t- cause.
2: Agreed. And, but the, also the further bullshit of this is, you, um, you know, these prote- protests in general used to be to start a conversation. That's not anything anybody's interested in anymore. Nobody wants conversation. They no. just want right on their side, which they want all submission you're fighting for yeah, is to submission. be right. Then you're already on the goddamn wrong side.
0: Yeah, they want submission. They want the opposing side to submit to them because I'm right, you're, and you're wrong, wrong, and over and enough time, you. I'm good, you're bad, and then again, with enough practice with that, you're evil. Yeah, Evil is, mm-hmm. uh, the, is, is a valid uh, thing to strike from this earth, and it all starts from picking a side. Yep. It all starts from being emotional and reacting to something that likely is sensational, sure. It's what gets emotions going. And probably has nothing to do with you. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody Mm -hmm. protesting outside of hospitals for the number of people killed in medical malpractice suits. And there was nobody protesting when Jeffrey Epstein got no. arrested. You know, yeah, no. there was none of that. No, there's, there's so many other things and so many other causes, but this one seems to get a lot of attention because it's sensational. There's video clips on the internet, man, of see, bad shit happening. And see,
1: that shit, that, just like the shit that got dumped today, that should be causing protest today.
0: Yeah, I was outside of, you know, you know I mean, before that, we recorded. Uh, you know, how many chants did I hear about it? None. Yeah, nothing. Zero. Nothing. No one's upset.
1: No, nobody's saying anything about, you know, Clinton or Dershowitz or, you know, uh, no. Prince Andrew. No, no, none of that. There, no, nobody's screaming about that. And, and, it's, and it's just sad, man. It's just sad. It just tells you how manipulative uh, the system has become
0: on people. Oh, yeah. On, well, and, uh, and real quick. And, and online, I, uh, internet. Real um, quick, everything. I want to, I want to, I want to wrap up this story. The, the so the shooter and the guy who returned fire were uh, questioned. They did go downtown to the police station. They they did cooperate with police. They were released. They have not been charged with anything. Both guys were legal gun owners, and uh, I think with the obvious claim of self defense in this case is probably going to keep any further charges from happening. However, the difference is nowadays, if there's enough public outcry. Justice doesn't matter. They will arrest him because they don't want further protests. So the mob is now dictating what is right and what's wrong, and we're leaving law and order and the whole rule of law out of it. It's just we don't now we don't want to. It's mob rule. If this happens long enough, it turns into mob rule. So that's why I'm saying, please, people, stop being fucking so uh, insane. Um, Yeah, it's unlikely that if you get arrested and charged for murder now, you won't. You won't. You likely won't even you likely won't even have the uh you know the the positive outcome that the Boston bomber just had uh where they just reversed his death penalty now we got to pay to keep that dump yeah, dickhead alive yeah, for the rest of that. his life yeah i know yeah well
1: you know it's hey it's 2020 man anyway sorry got a little heated it's 2020 i had to
0: get into it i appreciate you guys giving me the time to to go through that that's that's been a huge story in my world that uh, i don't know I, I i don't know how much of a story that is outside of uh, outside of that. Now, I do want to end on a good note.
1: Well, I, I want to say something, though, before you end on your good note. Go for it. I want to say, uh, rest in peace, Herman Cain, shucky-ducky now. Shucky-ducky.
0: Man, that was a sad one. I like that guy.
1: I, I like You know, uh, the the thing that I liked about him was the fair tax, man. He's all for the fair tax. Him and Bortz, I mean, they – and. I believe I really believe I believe in the fair tax. If you mm-hmm. don't know what the fair tax is, Google that Google shit. before the, they take that offline. Go, yes. Google the fair tax and tell me that that would not work so much better for everybody Maybe in duck, this country. Duck, go it,
2: or whatever the yeah. name of that. Yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Listen to a run Google on that go. one. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> he said use DuckDuckGo. Yeah, DuckDuckGo, yeah. yeah. Don't That's, don't
0: Yahoo or yeah, don't, uh, don't
1: Google. Or, yeah. or Google that one now. Yeah, yeah, go with DuckDuckGo. But uh yeah, that's what we all use. But anyway, Herman Cain, you know, I mean, I didn't agree with a lot of the shit he said, but I did agree with the uh, with the fair tax and uh and plus I like the guy. You know, well, he he's was a, a likable guy. He, he was, was a, a big
0: figure here in Atlanta. Yes. And uh he did run for president. Yes. You know, I think as far as a Republican uh, candidate, he was the he got as far as any black candidate in right. the, in the party's history. Um, but what I liked about him overall was his personality, you know, the way he carried himself, his life story. If, if you look at somebody like Herman Cain, he, he came from poverty and you know, all that stuff. And he I like the he, way he said, I, 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 he's, a, he was a character. He was, he was, he was a likable a character, jovial character that even when he was mad yeah, was entertainment. Yeah, I know it was, it was it just was. entertainment yeah. overall. I'm. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I was able to catch what he was up to before, you know, he passed. Right. Because, uh he'll be missed, that's for sure. Write that down,
2: say in the same vein, I'd also like to, you know, applaud the fact that we're at least thinking of on uh you know, taking down the Confederate uh statue uh in the Capitol there in Georgia and putting up John Lewis. I think I think that's an awesome use of exactly what they're talking about. It's like, oh, if you take this down, who do you put up instead? And that that's I think where you start.
0: Hey, I'm okay with that. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna tear a statue down, replace it with somebody else of some level of historical significance. Kind of the same idea that I think Trump uh Proposed at one time, or somebody did. Fuck, maybe not Trump, but somebody. No, it was probably Rand Paul or Massey. Yeah, <laughs> not Trump. Right. Where it was like, whatever new legislation we're gonna plan on entering, you got to take something else off. the Right. Place. Yes. We yep. can't just keep adding to this. Yeah. And same thing with the statue thing. We're good on statues. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you take one down, it, you throw another one up in its place. Or if you're gonna throw it... up a statue, one has to come down. Right.
1: Yes. So yeah. if you're gonna put one up. One has to come down. Yes, Correct. I agree with that.
0: Correct. So, Is that
2: like like trees in the rainforest. But, but exactly.
0: Don't, but don't fuck with the bow weevil. Don't you do it? <laughs> Speaking of which, okay, ending on a good note, and taking us to Alabama, Birmingham, the home offices of the SEC. SEC. There will be football yes. on paper anyway. I saw it. Yep, I saw that. The SEC has come out this week and said the SEC, if we are to play football. It will be an SEC-only schedule, 10-game schedule. Right. Only SEC opponents, me and my beloved dogs. We won't have another chance to beat the shit out of the Georgia Tech (laughs) yellow whackets. And I feel bad for the senior class because they missed the opportunity to beat them by 40-plus points for the fourth year in a row. But, yeah, we don't need them. We don't need them. Let them get wallet by clemson it, it, but it don't matter man it's all sec dude it's gonna be it's, the greatest
1: football ever it's gonna it's, be fucking insane it is it's gonna be the greatest football games ever
0: it's gonna be fucking insane and that that was a shining light and what is, could otherwise be a a dark time a very dismal year i mean i could immediately i could hear the the sec on cbs intro music with the (laughs) and i was just like holy shit we're gonna have football boys and there's not gonna be any patsy cupcake bullshit games no northwestern state of unimportance no college station town art community center fuck that shit it's gonna be sec versus sec there, I think there's going to be a couple of buys. the The season isn't going to start at, uh, at its regularly scheduled time, which was uh, Labor Day weekend. Right. It will be. I think September 26th is the 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 first kickoff game. Uh, so it takes all out. It takes all the out of conference games off schedule entirely. So Georgia was slated to have. The Chick-fil-A kickoff game and the the Georgia Dome, Mercedes-Benz, whatever the fuck, in Atlanta against Virginia. That's now not not there. Don't care. Don't give two shits. Woo-hoo. Um, the SEC championship game will now be December 19th, right before Christmas. That'll oh, be boy. a beautiful thing. And it's also just days before the early signing period. I'll get my period. Christmas gift. I'll get my Christmas gift right before Christmas. There you go. Well, pff, fat, <laughs> yeah, fat, fat chance. Yeah. <laughs> But now everybody gets to play everybody, you know, at a, at closer than ever before, you know. Right now, Florida is is freaking out yeah. because, you know, there. Here's how it goes in the SEC: is you already have eight games that you're that is already on your schedule that you're gonna play. Right. You have your conference that you're playing. That's six games. Then you have your tie-in right. with the. With the West, or if you're in the West, you're tie- in with, with the, the East. East with yep, Georgia, yes. that's Auburn with Alabama, that's Tennessee, Tennessee yep so that's already eight games that you already have slated. my math might be off here, but either and, way again you, you have two games that are open now Georgia's already covered to play Alabama and Auburn and Florida and so yes. so the only feasible option that makes sense is Mississippi state and Arkansas, but Florida they're looking at having to play. Cause their tie in is LSU mm-hmm. from the West. And then they got to play the East. Their tie in is Alabama and Texas A&M, which immediately ruins their chance yeah. Texas, at going Texas, undefeated. Texas, Texas
1: A&M, man. That's going to be, yeah. That, so, they, they, I'm so glad they're in the sec. Now I, I am. Texas A&M. Yeah, I'm happy to have I mean, them.
0: Missouri doesn't yeah, belong. Yeah, no. I would have taken Clemson. Right. And, and this was right. This was 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Clemson should have been there. 15 years ahead. ago, I would have said Clemson belongs in the SEC. Right. Uh, before they ever got Dabo Sweeney or any of that shit. Right. They, they just felt they're an SEC team stranded in the ACC. But uh, anyway, not to get too far deep in that, because I know we're not a sports show, uh, but... Holy fuck. That was I the best news. I think it lines news. up
2: with ranting, though.
0: No, I, I totally agree. And we'll talk about whatever the fuck we feel like. <laughs> and it has been a beautiful rant but, this week. Yeah, as we get closer to football, expect to hear more about that shit. So There you, there you go. And, and we'll end on that note. Oh, I done, I done did warn yeah. myself out with yeah. all my yeah. ranting, Dougie. Uh,
1: lots Ooh. of ranting going on there. All right. Well, so, yeah, uh, that'll do it for this week. So uh, just remember... Please, please, love each other.
2: Be good to each other.
1: Please stop beating the shit out of each other.